0: Hi, I'm Brett Robinson. Welcome to the Redeeming Hope podcast, where we share biblical truths that'll give you real hope. What is real hope? It's a hope that is relevant, energizing, authentic, and linked to Jesus. Hi there, I'm Drummond, and I'm sharing the word for you with you this morning, and I've got my wife Linda with me. It's nice when we can kind of just bounce things off one another and get a different perspective between husbands and wives. And, um, and we're excited to bring this word to you. It's a word that God has kind of, I woke up in the middle of the night recently and, uh, you know, God just gave, gave me these six steps. Um, and, it's, and, I, and this message is entitled, From Information to Transformation. And I've realized that there's so many powerful words that God gives us every single day. In fact, if I just look at this this year, we're nearly at the end of April already. So every day for 120 days now, I've had powerful words from the Lord. Um, Plus Sunday's messages, plus YouTube videos that we've watched and things like that. Um, And so God said to me, how much of this is in your life? And just this week, in fact, I got another very powerful word that was just part of my daily reading from Deuteronomy 33, and verse 26 to 27, and then 29. And the the passage says this, There is no one like the God of Israel. He rides across the heavens to help you, across the skies in majestic splendor. The eternal God is your refuge, and his everlasting arms are under you, around you. He drives out the enemy before you, He cries out, destroy them. How blessed you are, O Israel. Who else is like you? A people saved by the Lord. He is your protecting shield and your triumphant sword. Your enemies will cringe before you and you will stomp on their backs. Now, this word is not just for the Israelites, because basically this word reveals God's heart for his people. And we are the children of God. We are the people of God. And so when God speaks something out, he doesn't do it to exclude somebody else. He does it to reveal his character, his nature and his heart for us. So there's so many powerful phrases in in that uh, last passage that I've just read. But the thing is that, you know, we can just move on from that and say, well, that was great. Yeah, no, nice reading. Um, And so we can add, as I said, hundreds of days of messages and many Sunday messages and TV blogs but how much is changing us? And I felt God saying to, to me, we have to learn to move from information to transformation. You see, it's we get millions of bits of information coming to us every day from all the different messages, from all our readings, from the TV. And the reality is, just scientifically speaking, you know, we do quite well if we remember 5%. 5, remember 5%, not saying that we live and apply 5%, more than even even that amount, but we, rem, we remember 5%. If I said to you now, what's the message that you heard, you know, in the middle of February or the end of January or whatever it is, most of us couldn't remember. So the reality is then there's no long-term impact even from the powerful words sometimes that we are hearing. How many of these words have actually changed our lives? And so, you know, we... We, the reality is, we as we're talking to people, and even in our own lives, we realize that we hear all these hundreds and hundreds of messages, but we still live with fear. We have all these hundreds and hundreds of messages, but there's still worry and anxiety. It hasn't changed relationships, it hasn't changed marriage, it hasn't changed self centeredness in our lives, and so on. Because really, it's the power, powerful word of God, but information. Is not necessarily going to change us and it's and and the world that we live in today is information full uh, you know it's it, we all want more and more information is coming through this news channel and that channel and that channel and we and you know people forward you on messages uh, you know and that you need this information you need to see this information and we have more information i think coming to us in a day than they probably had in five years if you go back 100 years um, but it's not really changing the world if we look at the world around us. So felt God say to me that there's some steps, six steps that we need to focus on. And um, the first one is that if you, once you've received information, you need to, number one, you need to meditate on it. So the first step is meditation. And a powerful verse in Joshua 1, eight it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night. So I don't think that means the entire Bible. You can't meditate on the entire Bible day and night. But certainly the message that impacted you yesterday or last week, are we meditating on it day and night? Because it says, so that you may be careful, so that you may be careful uh, to act in accordance with all that is written. You see, we can hear the word, we can get the information, but then we've got to be careful to act in accordance with all that is written. For then you shall make your way prosperous. Only then shall you make your way prosperous, it says. And then you shall be successful.
1: Absolutely. You know, I love the scripture that really confirms what you're saying, out of Deuteronomy 30. Uh, where it says Deuteronomy 30 and verse 14. It says, you know, that the word's not so far up in heaven that we have to ask, you know, where is it? But the word is very near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart so that you might obey it. So as you were saying, sometimes the word is near us. We are hearing Mm. things and we're hearing good things. Mm. But the question is, is, is it in our mouth? In other words, you were talking about meditation. Right. That means really chewing the word over, yeah. um, you know, letting it settle for a bit, then bringing it up again, chewing it again like a cow, chewing like a, the cud.
0: Chewing the cud again and again and again. Again
1: and again and again. because, And then it says, if it's in your mouth and in your heart, hmm. so that you might obey it. So the point you've yes. brought up, it's not only hearing it, it's not only yeah. meditating on it, but then it's to actually put it into action and obey well,
0: it. at this point in meditation, the steps of meditation is number one, we have to take time to meditate. Number two, we've got to read it again and again and again until we get the understanding of that particular phrase that God is speaking to us, until it becomes confirmation of something that's in your heart and in fact until it becomes truth. See, not all information is truth to me. Mm. I have to regurgitate it. I've got to look at it this way. I've got to look at it that way. I've got to look at other words that confirm it um, until it becomes a word of truth in my life. Perhaps we need to write it out. You know, I used to put little cards, take key passages or key verses that God has given me, put them in little cards that I can put in my pocket and pull them out during the day and read it again and again and again until that word becomes app absolutely cemented in my life, and there's an absolutely no way I cannot attend to it. So it's applying it to your life, um, not to your wife. <laughs> applying it to your wife. Well, it's
1: quite, quite a good idea to apply it to one another as well. No, yeah,
0: applying it to your life and regurgitating on it, writing it out and beginning to live it. So once you've meditated on it again and again and again, it then will get to the place where I feel it becomes revelation. So meditation comes revelation. It goes from your head, from the senses, your eyes and your ears and the things that you've seen it, and, you know, and you've meditated on it becomes revelation because then it drops into your heart. Now, when it drops into your heart, then you can see it and say, yes, yes, God is my refuge. He is my, my fortress. I can taste it and it rises up in us as faith. You see, because we see deeper. We see beyond just a simple word. It becomes revelation that actually, if something has been become a revelation to me, you can 't come and say to me, "You know no, why do you believe that? Why do you think that it 's not right it 's not you know you can 't so doubt once it 's revelation, you know it helps me stand against the doubts that the world would bring you know in you
1: know. yes, absolutely. I love what psalm one hundred and nineteen says in the message Bible. Um, it says, um, "Now comfort me, so I can really live. Really live. Your revelation is the tune I dance to.
0: Ah.
1: I, I, I love that because yeah. actually, when you get a revelation of something, you do get excited, um, and and you want to dance. You want to celebrate with that that aha moment that you have that." that, um, you know, Christ's word is real, he's living, he's active, and his word is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. It's certainly something to dance about.
0: Yeah, and when that word becomes revelation, you can stand on it.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. You know,
0: and I know that you've had many words in your different conferences and things that we've done together where you said, I believe God is saying we have to do this. And I've looked at you and said, what? Why? (laughs) No, not now. And you've been unflinching because you've, God's given you a revelation of what He wants to do in your life.
1: Yes, I think actually it's the presence of God, isn't it? It's more than just a Logos word, but a, it's a rhema word. It's, it's the living Christ living within us yeah. and revealing things to us yes. through the power of His Holy Spirit. And, and so we're walking um, in, in that um, knowledge that we're not walking alone. Yes. That, that in fact he is the living word That's that right. can break through from yeah. the natural into the supernatural to pierce it's, the natural world we live in and yes. change things.
0: Right, so it's not just information on the page, as good as the no, Bible is. No. The Verses on the Bible, it's just it's, it's information to us until we make it meditate on it and it becomes revelation. And of course, then the next step, number three, is declaration. Yes. So you can have a revelation, but until you declare it from your mouth, then it, it loses its power. In fact, the power of God's word is activated through declaration. I mean, we can read the word and that word is powerful, but until yes. we meditate on it, become revelation and then declare it, it's not activated. So the declaration of our mouth is important. Proverbs ten eleven says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life. The mouth of the righteous is, is a fountain of life so as we begin to declare it then it's like a fountain gushing forth you know and what does a fountain do you know when you see this fountain you you drink from it it brings nourishment it brings yes. refreshing it, uh, it cleanses you know it re- it um, empowers you so it says the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life Proverbs uh, in Luke twenty one says, "Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away." You mm. see, Jesus saying his words are powerful. So for all of us, words can be powerful if we link it, you know, to to the meditation that we've had and the revelation we've had in the Word of God.
1: I, I love that. Um, what what you're saying is the the power of that word. And if I keep in Psalm one hundred and nineteen in the Message Bible. Uh, In in verse 129, it says, Every word you give me is a miracle word. How could I help but obey? Break open your words. Let the light shine out. Let ordinary people see the meaning. Mouth open and panting. I want your commands more than anything. And so we need to be hungry for the word. Because every word that actually comes from the heart of God is a miracle word. Yes, it does have the power to change.
0: So, a word of love, yes, based on the spirit of God, creates miracles. Yes, um, it's a fountain of life in a relationship. Right. It's a fountain of life in your business. It's a fountain of life in your body. Yes, you know when you're not feeling well, declaring that word, um, words of love and the words of God cover all wrongs. Um, in another place, it says that um, words are like apples of silver, uh, apples of gold in settings of silver. Beautiful. So so powerful um, is, the, is the word that we speak. So it's the declaration. So we've got to ask God every single day, Father, h- direct my tongue. C- help yes. me to control my tongue. That would sometimes speak critical uh, words and rather speak words of life, or rather speak the, the word t- to make situations change. And we know clearly from the word, we can't go into it all today, but you know, there's all over the place. When we declare words, situations change. When Jesus declared the word, situations change. So, Father, help us to declare your word that is not just based on the reading of something, but the the meditation and the revelation of something in our life.
1: Because I think, you know, uh, it's very easy to speak words that just come out of your feeling or out of the circumstances that are around us, what we're seeing with our natural eye. But God actually wants to open the eyes of our heart Mm. to give us the hope to which he has called us and calling us to actually transform things by seeing things in the spirit seeing and taking that word and changing things, even as he did um, in Genesis when he said, over the darkness, over the chaos, let there be light. So we have the power, even when things look dark, even when there's a storm around you, and the circumstances and the feelings aren't aren't naturally there, we have the power to declare God's word over the situation. That brings the light, the power, and the change, the transformation that we want in that situation. Because we're
0: facing a situation of fear. We're facing a situation of insecurity. But the Bible says, look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. So therefore, we get a revelation of what God has said to you. I am your refuge. Yes, And then I can look into the natural and declare the higher truth that God is my refuge. So the next point is um, <clears throat> saturation, point number four. So we're moving from declaration to saturation. So but what does that mean? It means that we re- fill ourselves with the word continually again and again and again until we replace any old mindset. You know, it's like a glass of dirty, muddied water. If you take a big bottle of clear water and just pour it into the muddy water, eventually that, that muddy water is totally displaced, isn't it? So that is saturation. Saturate yourself with the word. Read other things around that particular thing. Let's just take the fact that, you know, the word says that in that scripture, that God is our refuge. He's your protecting shield. Then find 20 other scriptures that talk about God as our refuge. Add it. Talk to like-minded people. You know, who's thinking the same way. And then abide in the Word, abide in Christ, Jesus Christ, who is the Word. You know, like, and attach yourself like the branch to the vine, attaches yourself. Now we saturate ourselves with the flow, like the branch saturates itself with the flow of that sap from the vine. We saturate ourselves with the flow of the Holy Spirit that then bursts forth into fruit. Yes. Burst forth into flower and into fruit. So that's saturation.
1: So the word is actually feeding you. Yes. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It's feeding you. The yeah. more you meditate on it, um, it, it feeds you and that feeding produces the fruit.
0: Yes. Yeah, because the word is saturating us with st- stuff that will say, oh my gosh, look, everything is going wrong and more people are dying and I'm in a business. Oh, you mean and the words, the
1: word around you. The is word around you. saturated. Yes, We're yes,
0: living the- in a big pool of saturation of the world. Yes. So we have to replace all the world out of us. Absolutely. See, like there's a phrase we often heard, you know, um, God could, ta- could take the Israelites out of Egypt, but the, t- the challenge was getting Egypt out of the Israelites. Yes. <laughs> you know, because they were saturated with the fear and the doubts. And the slavery and, 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 the and the bondage. And the bondage of the whole thing, to the point where they often used to say, why didn't we go back? Why didn't you just let us go back to Egypt? You know, they, they're marching towards the promised land, but they wanted to go back because they had, weren't saturated. Do you, so, do
1: you think that we can become familiar, so familiar with the things of this world, actually? Um, and we've got to be so careful yeah. um, of that familiarity and to get saturated in the familiarity of the world I, around us as opposed to being um, saturated, as you I say, think in that's the Word a big thing.
0: I think all of us suffer from that familiarity with our surroundings and with the situations that we're facing and not saturated with the word. You know, that's why in Joshua 1, God had to say to Joshua a number of times, I command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I think Joshua had to get up morning, noon and night and declare, the Lord my God is with me wherever I go. I will be strong. I will be courageous. The Lord my God is with me. You know, again and again and again.
1: Yeah, there's a lovely scripture again from Psalm 119. Yeah. And Psalm 105, it says here, By your words I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Isn't that beautiful? Sure. A beam of light. You know, talking about Joshua, you know, and and what you've just said, that God will be with you wherever you go. Yeah. That he said that he'll never leave us, forsake us, or leave us without support. He says... You know, he will, his word throws a beam of light on the dark path. And I I know that it's amazing how often Mm. you wake up in the morning, Mm. you open the word of God, you read the word of God, and and it's like God's having a personal conversation with you. It's like just the word you need for that day is in that scripture. He's with us. He's throwing a beam of light on the dark pathway to encourage us, to
0: strengthen us. Saturating the pathway with, with the path, with light. It's light, which and always, dispels the darkness. And I always think to myself, if you get these powerful w- f- words from God, but five days later, are we living in them? Yes. You know, we've got to saturate that path with light. Now, we're running out of time, Lynn. So, so,
1: so, but do you think, just as mm. we're talking about that, that saturation, we need to form habits in our lives uh-huh. th- where Absolutely. we are constantly yes. allowing times of saturation Yes. You know, so if you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is you open your word, you read your word, you are saturating yourself so that you are forming that habit yes. um, in well, your life to, well, to receive revelation. Well, basically, that's the
0: next point that I felt oh, we've okay. jumped into at number five, and that is application. <laughs> right. So, in application, you begin to develop habit patterns right. around the revelation that you've had. OK, so Linda hadn't seen the whole message that I, and, and I've just asked her to sit with me. So then we begin. We, we implement new systems, new pathways. Yes. We, we change our lifestyle. We change how we walk, where we sit, who we talk to, how we think. We, 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 in fact, to, for application to become successful, it's very good to have somebody that you, that you can walk with. A mentor, mm-hmm. a very good friend, that you can ba- that you can bounce the word on, that you can bounce the revelation on, um, that you can have debrief and say, why do you see it? Why do you see it? And, you know, um, and get the wisdom. So then you begin to apply This is now application. Yes. Into your and mouth. I
1: think you know, Jamie, even as you and I are sitting here today. We, we often do that with one another. Yes. Um, you know, we discuss the word, we saturate ourselves in the word, we look at it from this angle, that angle. And so there's, there's, it's a very powerful thing is to actually even do that with your husband, your wife, yes, your children, your family. Um,
0: so now we apply it to our word, which brings it. us to the next point, and number six, and that is activation. Yes. So there's a, there's a step between application and activation. Application I apply it to my life, I develop new thinking patterns, new habit patterns, new systems, new pathways. I'm applying it to my life, I'm talking with other people, and then when I activate it, it becomes a visible lifestyle that changes my life and impacts others. Yes, activation. Um, so, who's a good example of activation in the word? <laughs> Just dropped in. Well, there. I don't
1: know, you activate me very much by the word you speak. Because when you get excited about a revelation that you've got, it yeah. activates and, and flames the fire within well, my heart to, to get into that as well yeah. and to um, activate something. So I think it, it's like a flame that, that can move from one to the other, even as we discuss, as we talk and. Um, and, you know, honestly, even to hold one another accountable in in different ways.
0: Well, what's a beautiful ways? word that, um, you know, Brett was sharing recently about Peter and John going to the temple and there was this lame man from birth, you know, every yes. day he was taking there. And they had just gone through the trauma of the cross and all that kind of thing. And here they're going up to the temple and he has this lame man. They'd seen him many times before. He'd been there all his life. Yes. Now, suddenly, he, stri- he reaches out his, his hands and his arms, and they say, silver and gold we do not have, but what we do have we give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, that yes. had become revelation. Yes. They'd meditated on it. They'd been saturated they in it. They'd walked with it. him. And now it was activation. They said, rise up and walk. And he gets up and walks and is jumping around all the temples. So that's activation. Dancing. You see, dancing. he was
1: dancing. Yeah. Um, in the revelation
0: so, of it, so then we, we see transformation take place. So now I have a transformed life. I've overcome the fear. Peter and John, yes. the disciples, had to overcome their fears, had to overcome their worries and anxieties, and, um, and and so for us, every single day, the Word has become life to us, mm. and we've eaten it. So now, you know, that's what I'm saying. We, you know, you don't go through steps one by one by one, but it becomes a lifestyle. Helping you whenever you see something that is meaningful in the word. Turn it around and make sure that you bring it to a point of transformation in your life. Um, And we have so much more. You know, the Israelites had this powerful word. There's none like the God of Israel. They declared it. There's none like the God of Israel. He rides across the heavens to help me. The eternal God, it says, is your refuge. I want to personalize it. The eternal God is my refuge. You know, I can just take that phrase. And meditate until it becomes transformation you know, for every day of my life. The eternal God is my refuge. His arms, his everlasting arms are under me and around me and supporting me. And he drives out the enemies before me. You know, and we have so many other words that um, that endorse that. You know, The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me through the Holy Spirit. You know, from Ephesians 1 and 18. The God who created the world, the Lord of heavens, riding across the skies. He's the God of heaven's armies, is my refuge. So I see an army. I see God at the head of the army. I see the flaming swords, whatever you've got to take, you know, to, to plant that seed into your mind. And then you know, God is my refuge. Not maybe, if, if he's having a good day or a bad day. No, no. The Lord of heaven's armies are around me. He is my rock. He is my fortress. He's my strong tower. He is with me. In this day. Yes,
1: yeah. I, I, I know one of the uh, one, one of my favorite scriptures during this Covid times been um, the, the name of the Lord is a strong tower which yes. is what you're saying a refuge a mm. strong tower whom the righteous run into and are safe mm. and I've declared that I've declared that and it, it brings a peace um, it, it, into my heart, and it's so like that word that mm. you're declaring here mm. um, the eternal God is your refuge, and his everlasting arms are under you. Just mm. to be undergirded mm. by the everlasting God, what an amazing illustration then, that cause, is! Because
0: yeah, then I don't even worry about enemies and you know all the different challenges that I come across, there. So great yes. because you know God is greater than all that. You know, so I walk in the revelation of that, in the declaration of that, and so I encourage you to take the word that I that we shared that particular passage from Deuteronomy thirty three, or any other word, and write down those steps and go through them until it becomes a way of life, until you really know the presence of God in your life and you can walk in that place of transformation. So, Father, I just pray, thank you, Lord, for your word that you've given us so many powerful words. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your heart to support us, that you are the everlasting our God arms. whose arms are around us. You are the eternal God who is our refuge. You are the commander of heaven's armies. Thank you, Father, that you can bring these words and help us to, to activate them into our life, to bring transformation into our life and to affect not only our lives, but Our families, our marriages, the people around us, our businesses, and this nation, Lord. May this nation be transformed by people of faith who have been transformed by your word and are bringing life to our country and to our nation. And I just pray your blessings on everybody listening to this message, Lord, that their lives will be transformed, that they'd come to a new place of peace, a new place of joy, a new place of confidence in your love for them. In Jesus' name. Amen and God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I pray that the message of God's word will build your faith and develop a hope that is so strong it's like an anchor for your soul. Go ahead and subscribe and why not share the message with a friend.